This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Your mind's wiped clear. So we're going to remember and we're going to be motivated by it. And if you're not motivated by it and many other things, then, you know, then you, you know, what are you here for? Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday, presented, of course, by BetMGM. We got a Thursday night football game tonight, week three in the NFL on the way. The voice there of John Harbaugh and about to join us right now. And you'll see and hear him, the voice of Bill Krakenberger, pro sports better. Crackman on Twitter. Bill, welcome back to the show, Crack. Appreciate having you. Let's start here. Unders. Fly, everything is under so far this NFL season. What do you make of that? Is that just early season? You know, we're just it's it's still a short sample, small sample, or do you think that this there's something going on here? We're getting a lot of unders in the NFL. Well, first, good morning and thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, there there is a there is a little bit of an under trend there. You know, the public likes to bet over, but these but to be real blunt. That first week is not involved with public decision too too much because those lines have been up for three or four months at most of the sports books. So um, I think it's just a little bit of uh, you just seen a little trend here. Things return to the mean. Uh, bookmakers need a couple games under their belt um, to get the correct line. Yet I say that, guys, and this might be the first week in history. I just looked at it again to make sure I was saying something right. Besides the Cincinnati and the Jets game, every single opening line this week was too high. Every single line was hit, uh, uh, you know, to the, towards the underdog. Maybe not, let's not use the Thursday game. That kind of stayed the same four. I can go across every single line. Baltimore, Buffalo, uh, New Orleans, eh, kind of the same. But here's the big one. Every point, every game that was seven is now five and a half. Almost. Minnesota, Kansas City, I'm going on and on and on here. Almost every single game, uh, the Eagles actually went up a little bit, but most of these games got, the lines were too were just too high. Uh, Tampa Bay, Seattle, um, the Rams, Denver, every single game was hit on the underdog. They may have made the line a hair too high. Now, in case, uh, I, I know Aaron knows this, but in case you guys don't notice, I don't do a lot of betting on NFL sides during the season. As a matter of fact, I don't think I bet any – I may have bet one this season so far just because I had an obscure line. I'll look to take advantage of half a point or on key numbers. So, like, if I'm in New Jersey and I see a sports book, that a rogue sports book with, like, a seven and a half on the market seven, uh, I'll take that extra half a point. I think I lost, actually, that game. But um, who's so transparent? Someone lost on Twitter. You believe it? Someone mm-hmm. lost the media that admits it. Um, but yeah, so, so, uh, this week, like I said, same thing, a lot of, a lot of point, a lot of games getting hit on the, uh, on the underdog. I told you guys, I don't really bet a lot of sides. I, I stick to proposition bets. I stick to totals. I stick to correlated parlays. Uh, and I say correlated parlays. 
I mean first half parlays, something no one likes to talk about. All those sharps are going to say, Bill, why are you talking about this on the show? So if, if I can get away with it, and, and um, uh, let me be blunt, your sponsor is, is one of the books that take them. Uh, I hope they still take it after this. Um, like Notre Dame, they had Notre Dame minus seven and over, I think with 20 and a half last week. Uh, I lost another loser for the K-Man. Uh, I, I lost that, but I, it's a great bet. In the end, you got no chance. If you want to take those correlated parlays from me, you, you, you have no chance. But some of them take it, though. I noticed some of the other big books did not take it. I know about MGM took it. I had two other sports books that I was betting into. They took it. Um, and I'll do the same thing in the first half in the NFL. We haven't had that situation yet this year. But there will be a lot of opportunities, though, later on in the season, as long as a team like Buffalo keeps rolling. You could bet Buffalo first half and over uh, for, for a nice correlation in the first half so as long as they're still rolling and, and you're getting good odds back. So uh, is there a first half parlay that you have your eye on for this week, whether it's college or NFL? It's probably too early for parlays because a lot of the places, they hate putting first halves up. It, it's amazing how what a difference from this year even to last year I, I can't really, you know, the lines move. College, I'm referring to college. Um, the lines move so much. I understand a little, a little bit about it, but they are so afraid to put first halves up. Never mind games up. And you know, it's another thing, guys. Years ago, when I first started this out, uh, all these sports books put their lines up Sunday night, Monday, and and everyone put their lines up. It doesn't happen that way anymore. They're waiting. They're waiting for the sharps to sharpen up their line. They don't even have to hire a bookmaker. I'm not talking about any book in particular, by the way. They don't even have to hire a bookmaker. You can hire an organ-grinding monkey to just follow the dime, the Dom Best screen and say, okay, just when that goes up, you move. When that goes up, you put that up. I, I can't believe how many – because there's so many syndicates now. And I say so many, that's five or six. So many syndicates hitting the games early. Uh, probably the number one thing I hate about this year compared to last year even, but especially two years and previous, is you have a lot of young kids in the market. I'm not going to mention any names. You have a lot of young kids in the market. They're brand new to sports betting. However, they're super geniuses. They're much smarter than me. I, I don't claim to be as smart as them. Absolutely not. They're super geniuses. But, again, they probably can't function at a dinner and be able to talk to you properly. But they, they're, they're great at what they do. Um, <laughs> You know, um, but and I've had this happen. I've had this happen, by the way. If there's a Bible, I have a Bible in the house somewhere. There's a Bible. I touched the Bible on it. I I took um, I took one of these bugs to, to dinner, and, and and you know they just they don't even wear deodorant. They don't even know how to function. You know, and, and, but however, no, no I, 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 I Bible on the Bible on the Bible. But however, they're super super geniuses. They can come up with analytical derivatives and systems and models that I can't do that stuff, but I, you know, not, but, but you know, as far as anything else, but I'm not, I wasn't even trying to humor anybody just thinking about that situation when I had to embarrass myself. Um, but um, so these going back to what I was originally saying, guys, I, they, they're not, they don't know how to bet properly. They, they're, they're great at what they do. There's these new young guys and there's about two or three of them. They, 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 they ruined the market first thing Monday morning Instead of, well, let me just tell you, I, I was groomed by, I don't talk about this much either on air. I was groomed by probably the best person in this business, Billy Walters, 25 years ago. He was 
so good to me. You know, people get mad and say, oh, he's no good. The old time guy, he's no good. He gives the wrong side of the games out. Let me tell you something. That guy's one of the best guys in the world. Super gen, super generous. Um, the, the systems he had for, uh, he had an original handicapper. His name was Michael Kent. Um, Michael was a genius, just like one of these kids I'm talking about. But Michael was the genius that gave him the plays. He would then determine how to bet the plays. So what do you do mm-hmm. Monday morning? Honestly, you bet the wrong way on a lot of these plays. You actually make the sports books that are waiting to copy, copy the wrong line. And then later in that day or even tomorrow, you will fire the right way after you manipulate the line and move the line. But I understand you're going to, by the way, he, he wasn't the only sharp group out there. There was pokers, koshers. There was so many smart, Spiro. There was so many different sharp groups out there that was betting. Um, you know, so someone else may come in and take a line away from that person, even though you, you're the one that manipulated it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. These kids, they're happy to get a thousand bucks down or two thousand dollars down, and and I'm not making fun of that. That's great. That that's what they're they can afford to bet. But they're such super geniuses. They're you're talking sixty percent plays. That's right, sixty percent plays that they have mathematically. You're supposed to wait, let the market mature, and then bet the proper amounts that you want to bet instead of just moving the line that morning. And by the way, some of these games are moving ridiculous. When those lines come up, even the ones that come up on, on uh, there's the for there, there's a couple sports books that are offshore that are putting up uh, these FCS games on Monday. I, I don't get it. And there's even a, a big sports book that is a legit sports book putting them up on Monday. They take $500 or $300, $250, $250 and $500. So – they're, they're actually hitting those sports books the right way, betting, getting their $750 in their pocket instead of waiting and getting 3000 to 5000 even 10000 So I know it's a little bit of an advanced thing. I'm sorry if I went off there, guys. I apologize. No, no. You actually led me to my next question because I was going to ask about that very thing. The amount of oh. volume that we see is higher than we've ever seen in the past just because of the number of sports betting proliferation throughout the country. All all sorts of markets are open that were not open years ago. And in the old days, what you were just referencing with Billy Walters, you you hear all these legendary stories about how how they would maneuver and get the line in the exact spot they want it before they're going to hammer, you know, 5X on the other side. Is that, uh, you said it's frustrating. Does that mean it's not possible or it's tougher to do that as uh, they're tracking more betters. I mean, we always hear that lines only move on sharp action. It, you know, the public doesn't matter. doesn't matter that 95% of the bets are going to be on the Chiefs. They're not going to move it towards the Chiefs' side. Is that still accurate? And is that kind of where your frustration is coming from, that, okay, you see value, but you want more value, and these guys are just firing before they even start raising limits? And by the way, I don't mean to say frustration. I actually um, – I understand what the uh, guys that are newer to the marketplace and the earth um, are, are, are doing. They, they, 
they they just um they don't know any better and maybe that they need someone to school them a little bit you know and and i've tried that i've tried to actually um school them a little bit on on the way you properly should bet and they're just afraid they're going to lose if they have 15 and by the way that'll be this is a real number they have 15 games circled they say well we're not going to get all 15 bets and we're only going to get 12 bets okay great you're going to get 12 bets in Five thousand each instead of fifteen bets in for seven fifty each. So obviously, the more money you're getting down volume wise is times your edge x amount. You're going to make more money betting on those twelve games long term than betting on the the, the fifteen games your small amount. So, uh, but as far as volume goes, you're right. These sports books in in, in general are um, absolutely. By the way, they're all making a ton of money the first two weeks, just in the case anyone doesn't know. I won't be getting that collection bucket I had out a couple of years ago, standing out in front of the sportsbook when they cried the one week they lost. <laughs> um, I really did. You can see my Twitter page. I have a nice collection bucket I made. No, I know. I know. Um, we, we always hear yeah. the crying when they they have one losing week. It's the end of the world. Oh, right? my God. Yeah, they're still, oh they're still God. taking yeah, was, bets, was, though, aren't they, Bill? <laughs> the end of the world. You, you, two seasons ago – I didn't mean to embarrass him, but one of the big sports books in town, one of the sports directors was saying, oh, my God, my board of directors, man. It's one week. It's one week. You won 15 weeks out of 16. I'm sorry about the one week you lost. Um, but anyway, going back to what you said, you said the public. I'll just tell you something. Public money um, absolutely will move games on volume. Those 50 and $100 bets, as we know in this country, under $100 is the average bet. And on volume, though, that's going to be like so many people betting things that it will. That's not all the time, but it will move games on volume, especially if a semi sharper someone leans towards that game. The the public money will actually move um, more of totals though than sides, especially public teams. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen. Um, like th- this year, I'm sure. Now I I don't even I I, th- I don't know where the line went to. Well, let's see the Buffalo. But listen, Buffalo looks so good. Uh, their first two weeks, they look so good that I'm sure. Well, it opened up five, and and it's five and a half at the sharp. And no, there's a, there's a lot of sixes out there too. Opened up five, went to six. I I wouldn't be looking to bet Buffalo. I, I know that there's going to be a baked in uh, half a point there to a point. Now it's really not on a key number, but uh, six is kind of a more of a key number than 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 five is. I would think. No, they're actually believe it or not, long term history actually five. Believe it or not, is a is a number that comes out somehow in, in NFL. Um, but I would just stay away from any kind of public team still going forward. These team, these a lot of these teams that lost or look bad, they need a couple of games under their belt to to shine a little bit, to come back a little bit. I think it's if you're going to bet sides, I think it might be overvalued. Um, you know, people people may just think that hey, I'm not betting against Buffalo. I can never do that. I, I think maybe the and underdogs are still the way to go. It's always going to be underdogs, especially division underdogs. Um, if you're looking to bet that type of thing, those sides, again, I, I kind of stay away from the sides. I go with more props and totals. Crack, uh, quickly, tell us about your, your show you're doing now. Tell, tell us how we can listen, your show. Oh, how's it going? Thank you. I'm a terrible self-promoter. I would have forgot about it, to be honest with you. So, uh, But I talk to Aaron, like, you know, uh, every week, so – she she has really come a long way. And we and I said, Aaron, I told her, I said, Aaron, you're not gonna believe this. I said Fox offered me a show. Uh they must they think I'm crazy probably over there though, because I couldn't do a show that five days a week, which I don't know how anyone does that. You guys do show five days a week. God bless you guys. God bless you. Uh, I have problems doing it one day a week, and not problems, just 
It's a three-hour show, Fox Sports Radio Nationwide. We're on over 400 networks. I'm on with Brian Noe, an ex-NFL player, um, uh, Schwartz, uh, I mean Schwartz, Jeff Schwartz. So it flows so well with us guys because they're sports betters. Jeff's a sports better. I didn't realize that. And, and I can't believe how sharp of a sports better. The lines he gets and the, the things he does, we just flow together. We're having a great time. It's a spontaneous show like this was. I had nothing prepared, by, by the way. I don't know what you were going to ask me. So uh, it's a spontaneous show. It's Sunday mornings, 7 to 10 a.m. on the West Coast, 10 to 1 p.m. on the East Coast. I appreciate you letting me plug that show. Um, it, it, it's just we're having a good time. We're having fun. Crack, we appreciate it. We'll be listening. Good luck with the show, and we'll catch up again soon. Crack man there on the guest line right here on the Beck UL Network. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks Bill. Crack.